From Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. Thyroid problems can range from disorders that are harmless and need no treatment to something that can be life-threatening. With me in the HealthLink on Air studio is Dr. Nidhi Bansal from Upstate's Thyroid Center at the Jocelyn Diabetes Center, and she's here to help us understand what's important to know about our thyroids. Welcome, Dr. Bansal. Thank you, Amber, for having me here. Let's begin with some basics. Um, the thyroid is something everyone has, right? Yes. And it's in our necks. I've heard it described as a butterfly shape. Yes. So thyroid is one of the glands that we have in our body. It's a very small butterfly-shaped gland situated at the base of the neck, let's say at the base or below the Adam's apple. So people could feel it on themselves. Yes. Normally, yes. But if it's enlarged, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Now, what does it do? What's its function? So in very simple terms, thyroid acts like an engine for the body. It regulates the speed of the body. It extracts iodine, which acts as fuel from the bloodstream and produces two thyroid hormones like thyroxine and triiodothyronine and secretes it back into the bloodstream. And these hormones then control every cell, you know, tissue and organ in the body system. So these hormones are essential. Yes, very essential. Why is the thyroid center part of the Jocelyn Diabetes Center? Is there some connection between diabetes and thyroid issues? Yes, there is. But basically, Jocelyn Diabetes Center, over there, we work as endocrinologists. And endocrinologists are the people, those who deal with endocrinology. And endocrinology is a branch which deals with all the body hormones, not just diabetes. Diabetes is related with insulin, which is also a hormone. But uh, we deal with all the body hormones, and thyroid is one of them. There are many hormones in the body. Pituitary gland is the master gland, which secretes many hormones which act on different glands. That's the pituitary gland in the brain, right? Brain, okay. exactly. So at Jocelyn Diabetes Center, we manage diabetes, but we take care of other hormones and glands like thyroid, adrenal, pituitary issues, transgender, metabolic bone diseases, osteoporosis, adrenal like Cushing syndrome, adrenal insufficiency, Okay. Even so, lipids, fat, like cholesterol, obesity. So all in nutshell, like what endocrinologists, they do, we basically do at Jocelyn Diabetes Center. Just the na- name is Jocelyn Diabetes because this is how it started. That's it. Okay. Well, let me ask you, how does a person know that their thyroid is functioning properly? Or how would you know if there's a problem? With uh, symptoms, definitely. Uh, first thing is uh, how people feel. Because as I said earlier, thyroid is like an engine. So it controls the body's energy, the speed. So when thyroid is not functioning well, people are not functioning well. So there could be hypothyroid, which is underactive state of thyroid, where thyroid is producing less hormones or it's overactive thyroid, where thyroid is producing too much of thyroid hormone. And both the scenarios people will feel differently and that's how they come to us. So if you feel like your body's engine is going too slow or too fast, there might be an issue with your thyroid. Yes. Okay. Now, how old are people usually um, that are dealing with thyroid issues? Is there an age range for it? or I will say almost any age. Like at Jocelyn Diabetes Center, we have pediatric group also associated. Like, you know, there we both, like peds and adults, we both work together. So we are getting a lot of pediatric population also for thyroid-related issues. And 
and obviously adult. Most commonly, it's like it's more in females in age between 20 and 50. But we are getting patients up till age 90 also. So this is something that children could be affected Every, by? Any age. Every, okay. Anyone can get affected, yes. Well, which is more dangerous? Too much or too little thyroid hormone production? I mean, both are not good, obviously. Okay. So depending on how... What extreme cases, like, you know, people are presenting to us, that uh, determines which is more dangerous. But again, uh, general speaking, hyperthyroid can be more dangerous, but people do not feel well in either of the scenarios, hyper or hyperthyroid. Well, I want to ask you a lot more questions about these um, disorders. But first, let me remind listeners, this is Upstate's Health Link on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, and I'm talking with Dr. Nidhi Bansal. She's an endocrinologist. And we're talking about thyroid disorders. So let's talk about hyperthyroidism when you've got too much of the thyroid hormone. Um, Let's talk about the causes. um, Do we know what makes the thyroid go overproductive? Yes. So the most common cause, like there are a few causes, but the most common cause is Graves' disease, which is like autoimmune disease of thyroid in which our body is producing autoantibodies, which are attacking thyroid cells and overstimulating the thyroid cells, cause um, producing too much of thyroid hormone. By thyroid hormone, I mean thyro- thyroxine and uh, triiodothyronine, which are like T4 and T3. And of course, with low TSH, TSH is produced by pituitary and there is a negative feedback. So T4 and T3 levels are high and TSH is low. So T4 and T3 are two different thyroid hormones. Yes. What is TSH? So TSH is thyroid stimulating hormone, which is secreted by pituitary gland, the master gland. It acts on the thyroid like an accelerator. It tells us thyroid, it stimulates thyroid how much to secrete T4 and T3. So when T4 and T3, they are in ample amount in access in the body, they negatively feed back the pituitary, please slow down TSH secretion. So Graves' disease affects not just the thyroid gland, but the pituitaries involved in that. You said it's an autoimmune disorder. It's an autoimmune, so it's basically autoantibodies which are attacking the thyroid cells because thyroid will be producing too much of T4 and T3. So that in, uh, you know, feedback system, it will ask pituitary to slow down a little bit because they do not need stimulation from pituitary that much. And the other causes could be like toxic adenoma in which there is a single thyroid nodule which is producing too much of thyroid hormone or there could be multiple nodules, what we call as toxic multinodular goiter. Uh, There could be simple inflammation of the thyroid called as thyroiditis, especially seen in post-pregnancy, postpartum females or with any like infection, uh, subacute viral infections. Uh, there are drugs like amiodron, other uh, lithium, other kind of drugs, which can also stimulate thyroid and cause hyperthyroidism. So if somebody is um, feeling like they've uh, got uh, symptoms that maybe mm-hmm. their doctor believes that it's tied to the thyroid, mm-hmm. what sorts of tests are done to diagnose hyperthyroidism? So the first test, obviously, is a blood test to see T4 and T3 levels along with TSH. Sometimes we also check antibodies in the blood like thyroid stimulating antibodies or thyroid receptor antibodies. Sometimes we also check like thyroid peroxidase antibodies. So these are mainly the blood tests that we do. Sometimes we also do thyroid ultrasound where we look for if there are any nodules in the thyroid or how the blood flow is through the thyroid gland. And radioactive iodine uptake is another test 
which shows whether uh, thyroid gland is taking up too much of iodine the hyperactive cells take too much of iodine and that's how we differentiate whether it's overfunctioning hyperfunctioning thyroid or just normal thyroid would a person be able to look at their neck and see that their thyroid is swollen some as, cases yes as a sign. in some cases yes people can feel the you know there's enlargement of the thyroid gland which obviously feels like a goiter swelling in the neck and when we do clinical examination when people come to us at Justin Diabetes Center uh, during ex- exam also we can feel that thyroid is enlarged or we can feel nodules or we can listen to increase blood flow through the gland also sometimes yes. so are there treatments for this yes the treatment options generally are either we can prescribe people antithyroid drugs or radioactive iodine or surgery there are some options but we basically see how people are presenting to us how you know worse the level bad the levels are and we have to individualize the treatment but the mainstay of the treatment um these are the options antithyroid drugs like methimazole propyl thiouracil these are the drugs which inhibit the secretion of thyroid hormones T4 and T3 into the bloodstream so it makes the thyroid not make as much yes okay. and it also decreases the secretion into the bloodstream and that's how it can helps in controlling the symptoms but like every drug can have side effects so when people are on these medications we always discuss about the side effects and we have to monitor the thyroid levels periodically to titrate adjust the dosage of these medications and also monitor their white blood cell count their liver enzymes to make sure that they are not developing any side effects from these medications the other option is radioactive iodine treatment which is like a um, people either in pill form or a liquid form they orally take the I- radioactive iodine this is generally given by nuclear medicine department at upstate hospital and uh, over active cells they basically take up more iodine and slowly this iodine kills the overactive cells and this is how it helps in again calming down the thyroid decrease production of the um excessive hormones people sometimes do become hypothyroid because sometimes the cells get you know uh, kill and now thyroid is not producing enough thyroid hormone so they may require liver thyroxine that's a thyroid hormone supplementation supplement later So the radioactive iodine treatment is that um a solution that you go and have this done and then you're, you're you go home cured? yeah you're, yes so most of the times one time treatment is good enough very rarely people have required twice generally we do not like if two times also it's unable to kill the cells or people are still symptomatic we generally do not go for the third time and we look for other options and surgery is the kind of another option uh where people can get lobectomy if there is one thyroid nodule which is producing over on uh, you know too much of thyroid hormones or complete thyroidectomy complete thyroid is taken removing out removing the thyroid yes. okay generally it's done in cases where it's a big thyroid it's compressing already on trachea or esophagus causing compression symptoms changes in the voice pregnancy uh pregnant females where we really need rapid correction of thyroid disease thyroid storm uh which is like extreme presentation of hyperthyroidism people are admitted in the hospital they might need to go undergo surgery so uh, thyroid storm that's it sounds like an acute sort of presentation yes. of yes so hyper- that's we can discuss that also that's important um 
So surgery is kind of option for that in those scenarios. People, those who have graves of thalmopathy, like uh, eye issues associated with Graves disease, um, or people, those who are allergic to thyroid, anti-thyroid drugs, they develop any side effects because of that or allergic to iodine. Those are the people when we, um, we're, whom we refer for surgery. Okay. Well, I do. I want to ask you about sort of, I guess, the opposite, the hypothyroidism mm-hmm. when you have too little. Yes. Um, how does that present? How does a person know that they've got that? So hypothyroid means uh, underactive thyroid in which thyroid is not producing enough T4 and T3. And pituitary obviously will then produce more of TSH to stimulate thyroid to produce more T4, T3. So hypothyroid is a condition in which everything in the body slows down. So people generally present with a lot of fatigue, like they don't want to even get out of the bed, extreme fatigue, weight gain, with low, uh, even with uh, less appetite, constipation, like the GI tract will slow down. So constipation, memory uh, fog, people f- huh. forget things. Even the heart sometimes, you know, slows down what we call as bradycardia. So slower heart rate, slower heart rate, mood, upset mood, depression. Um, not, people are not able to show any kind of emotions. Um, so these are some of the symptoms that people can present with hypothyroidism. Now, is that treated with medication as well? Yes. So the treatment is uh, we Treat people with thyroid supplement, which is levothyroxine, which is easily available. It's long-acting. It's once-a-day pill. We generally tell people to take it at first thing in the morning, empty stomach. For first few months, we have to titrate the dose to see uh, what dose uh, will uh, they will function best. And once we know this is the dose and their weight is stable, then it's only like once a year they need to see us for the workup. I've heard you mention um, nodules. Yes. And it, does the nodule have anything to do with cancer? Because I've heard about thyroid cancer as well. Yes. So basically thyroid nodules are kind of a growth within the thyroid gland. It could be solid or fluid filled. Most of these nodules are benign, non-cancerous. They are just hyperplastic growth. And most of us will have thyroid nodules when we do ultrasound on people or incidentally just catching up uh, um, when we are doing imaging, CT scans or other things. But very few people, um, they can have like cancerous growth. And when people come to us for thyroid nodules, we generally do find, uh, sorry, ultrasound at Justin Diabetes Center. We try to look how the nodules look uh, under the ultrasound. So with the size, texture, vascularity, there are many characteristics that we look when we are doing ultrasound and then we can like give the probability whether it looks more benign or cancerous and whether people need to undergo fine needle aspiration or like biopsy of those nodules. We also do biopsies at Jocelyn Diabetes Center then and there and we send slides to pathologist. This is how we determine whether it's cancerous or non-cancerous. Well, thank you so much for being here to talk about thyroid disorders. My guest has been Dr. Nidhi Bensal. She's an endocrinologist at the Jocelyn Diabetes Center at Upstate. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, HealthLink on Air.